everyone today's lecture is on francis bacon's essay of studies francis bacon was one of the leading figures in natural philosophy and in the field of scientific methodology in the period of transition from the renaissance to the early modern era as a lawyer member of parliament and queen's counsel bacon wrote on questions of law state and religion as well as on contemporary politics He also published texts in which he speculated on possible conceptions of society and he pondered questions of ethics in his essays. Bacon's essays are concise and precise with clarity of thoughts presented in a coherent fashion. There is a rhythm innate in his essay which is a distinctive feature. His themes are direct and deal with worldly wisdom. In this particular essay Bacon explains the benefits of studies in a person's life. At the outset he says that the three useful purposes of study are delight, ornament and ability. He breaks down the topic of studies into analytical parts and develops the argument in such a way that it forms a meaningful whole towards the end. The line of argument in the essay is that if one adopts the right approach towards studies the benefits would be plenty. The first sentence says study serves as the light that means a person finds happiness in the act of reading. The second purpose is ornament. Ornaments are usually worn to augment the look similarly studies enhance the language skills of a person. The third one is ability. How the act of learning helps a person to have a better perception or judgment and reasoning. Hence, studies improve the aptitude and attitude of a person. In the next sentence, Bacon breaks down these complex elements into even simpler ones for better comprehension. He says Their chief use for delight is in privateness and retiring for ornament is in discourse and for ability is in the judgment and disposition of business He says reading is delightful as you engage in this activity when you are alone in the comfort of your home and taking rest so it enthralls you by giving you company Study being an ornament is for getting involved in a conversation or dialogue to exhibit knowledge in a much better way than an average person lastly ability is in making the right decision and carrying out the daily task in the most effective way the third sentence of the essay reads for expert men can execute and perhaps judge of particulars one by one but the general counsels and the plots and marshalling of affairs come best from those that are learned bacon says that an expert can execute his plan and even judge a situation but a learned man can perform in a finer manner especially in giving advice making plans and managing daily affairs Bacon also brings in the drawback of spending too much time on studies. He says to spend too much time in studies is sloth. 
to use them too much for ornament is affectation. To make judgment wholly by their rule is the humor of a scholar. So, if one spends too much time studying, the lack of physical activity in the body could lead to uh, lethargy and too much flaunting of the knowledge would have far more adverse effects. Hence, excessive reading leads to sluggishness and pretension. Bacon states that making judgments based on the knowledge acquired is the wit of a scholar. Moving on. They perfect nature and are perfected by experience, for natural abilities are like natural plants that need pruning by study, and studies themselves do give forth directions too much at large except they be bounded in by experience. Bacon brings a beautiful comparison here to emphasize the importance of studies and the effect it will have on scholars. He says that studies will help in character formation or it will act as an external influence that would sharpen the innate nature of a person. He also mentions that studies alone will not suffice but one's nature has to be perfected by experience. So practical knowledge is equally significant as bookish knowledge or theoretical knowledge for the character development. If a person is not honed in the right direction, just like pruning of plants, chances are there that they would go astray or grow wild. Hence, to add precision to one's nature or character, studies play an indispensable role. The next sentence says, Crafty men condemn studies, simple men admire them, and wise men use them. For they teach not their own use, but that is a wisdom without them and above them, one by observation. Bacon here refers to crafty men who are cunning, who have ways of getting things done by, by hook or by crook. They condemn studies as they do not understand the value of it. Simple men, on the other hand, value studies to a great extent. And there is another category, wise men who utilize the wisdom they have acquired in solving life's myriad problems. Moving on to the next sentence, read not to contradict and confute, nor to believe and take for granted, nor to find talk and discourse, but to weigh and consider. Bacon warns the readers that they should not read for the sake of winning an argument, a pointless argument, nor should they read and blindly follow the book or read for engaging in discussions, but the reader should analyze the situation and act accordingly for which reading is essential or quintessential. He elaborates this point further. Some books are to be tasted others to be swallowed and some few to be chewed and digested. That is, some books are to be read only in parts, others to be read but not curiously and some few to be read wholly and with diligence and attention. Bacon discusses in detail how one should approach the books for reading. Based on the content of the book, the reader should employ the best method to attain knowledge from the book. 
Some books are only meant to be tasted. Those books are to be read partially. One can skim the parts of the book. Others are to be swallowed. Books such as theoretical books are to be read but not curiously. They are easy to comprehend and do not require much time and effort in deciphering the meaning. A literal reading would be enough to gather the information. The final category of books are to be chewed and digested, which means a close reading is essential to understand the message. So the reader has to diligently and patiently work his way through such books. He goes on discussing this concept. Some books also may be read by deputy and extracts made of them by others but that would be only in the less important arguments and the meaner sort of books else distilled books are like common distilled waters flashy things Bacon here suggests that we can study abridged versions and summaries of less important books these books are like distilled water just flashy or empty things which will have no in-depth meaning or life's lessons to be imbibed. Bacon then discusses the benefits of studies. Reading maketh a full man, conference a ready man, and writing an exact man. Reading adds perfection to a man's personality. Reading provides a reader with knowledge to face the world in any grave situation. Discussions with fellow men broaden the horizons of knowledge as the reader gets different perspectives on the same subject writing is the advanced skill among other language skill sets and when one acquires the ability to write he becomes proficient bacon then moves on to discuss the benefits of studying different subjects he says histories make men wise poets witty the mathematics subtle natural philosophy deep moral grave logic and rhetoric able to content abion studia in mores which means studies pass into and influence manners nay there is no stone or impediment in the wit but may be wrought out by fit studies like as diseases of the body may have appropriate exercises so if a man's wit be wandering let him study the mathematics for in demonstrations if his wit be called away never so little he must begin again if his wit be not apt to distinguish or find differences let him study the schoolmen for they are seminisectores splitters of hairs if he be not apt to beat over matters and to call upon one thing to prove and illustrate another let him study the lawyers cases so every defect of the mind may have a special receipt through these sentences bacon is trying to state that the right study or the right approach towards study can change intellect like a particular physical exercise is right for the distinct disease of the body for instance uh, for a distracted mind mathematics would be fit to improve concentration mathematicians focus and do not let the mind to wander as one small error could lead to the wrong answer so doing mathematics helps to improve concentration similarly poets convey the message in an amusing way and makes use of the imagination 
Hence, poetry is like a whetstone to chisel the intellect. If the mind finds it difficult to judge between what is right and what is wrong, then studying the philosophers would be beneficial as they are noted for their logical distinctions. Splitters of cumin seed referring to those who are overly critical or pedantic. Modern uses hair splitters. If a person does not have the ability to dis- to discern, he will be benefited by studying schoolmen who are teachers in in universities in medieval Europe. So, studying schoolmen will help to train the mental ability or train the mind and develop the art of expression. Moreover, if one wishes to improve reasoning or argumentative skills to analyze the cause and effect of a particular situation or event, then studying lawyers' cases would be the right thing to do. So Bacon concludes the essay by passing the verdict that for any flaws of the mind, reading has the right prescription. Thank you.